90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Highland. Well, look at us. All summer fresh. Kel, Adam, how are you? <laughs> I am great. I've got one question for you, Sharon. I've got one Whoa. question for you, Kelly. Easy. I think it's uh, very appropriate for this time of the year, this time in history. Yeah. Yeah. Um, has any of you seen either Barbie or Oppenheimer <laughs> yet? <laughs> no to both, but both on my list. All right. Yeah. And I, and I wasn't sure about how uh, Barbie was going to play out until I saw a couple of different uh, previews for it. And I'm like, all right, I get it. I'm in. Yeah. So yeah, how so about you? Have you guys seen it? Here, here's a fun one for you. I hosted the movie premiere. And for Barbie. And of Barbie and didn't stay for the movie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no. A free movie even. I know, Movies are expensive, Cal. I know, and it's not because I didn't want to, but um, I had gotten marching orders from my boss, my brother. Uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> and he told me that I had to be up at uh, 3.45 a.m. Wow. And because Gross. the movie theater where I was at was actually, for us who know, uh, near the Olympic Stadium. It was Star Cité uh, near uh, oh the Big wow. O. So that's like a 45-minute yeah. drive for me. And so I knew if movie finished at, you know, 9.45 or 10, I still had another 45-minute drive, and then uh, Ooh, I had to get up. Yeah. So I was like, I don't think I'm going to suck it up for this one, but hopefully at some juncture I will see it. it it's funny that your uh, wake-up time for that occasion was about seven minutes earlier than my normal Monday to Friday <laughs> alarm. And yet that seven minutes is precious. So my reaction is, is a little bit exaggerated, but I felt it. Yeah. I felt it, Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. How about you, Adam? Did you see it? Either uh, one? I'm going to see Oppenheimer tonight, right after a nice. recording. That's where I'm heading. So, oh, that's great. Uh, Very good. Yeah. Well, we will, we will await your review after our summer break. Okay. <laughs> Such a great tease. <laughs> but I would bet that uh, yours will be like everybody else's, which is a fantastic review of what looks to be like a very exciting movie. So uh, fun to have summer blockbusters. Blockbusters? Is that right? Yeah. 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 At our uh, at our availability, which is awesome. And uh, yes, we are taking a summer break. So this will be the last 90s now for this season. Oh. And we'll be back. Uh, oh, screeching halt of emotions. <laughs> no, it'll be good. We'll come back. Fresh face, better hair than I have today. And uh, we'll be good to go. I blame uh, I blame an, an over-humid room for my Toronto stay because we were just in Toronto to see Pink, uh, which was fantastic, by the way. The Summer Carnival Tour, for anybody that's got tickets to any of the shows in North America, uh, or even anybody that saw any of the fun in Europe... You know from which I speak, and anybody that's seen Pink before knows that these shows are incredible. And I feel super fortunate that we got to see Brandy Carlisle also. It wasn't your first time, right, seeing Pink? Oh, no, probably the seventh. Is she getting even better with time? Is she... Uh... Yeah. She's yeah. honestly, it's been amazing. I was thinking about that on the way home t today. It feels like we've gotten this chance to witness her growth as a person and then in turn as an artist. She's just so comfortable in such a busy atmosphere. Like her show is busy and she is working it and mm -hmm. she's working it in big boots and <laughs> bodysuits. Nice. You know, but she's, she looks at, like at the crowd of like, I don't know, what was it? 40,000 people last night. And, uh, and like, she's just like, she's looking at you, but she's looking at everybody and she's comfortable where she is. And it's amazing to watch because I think that, um, that level of comfort is 
not easily earned. Do you know? Like she spent years and years yep. growing as a person and as an artist, and mm-hmm. the music reflects that, and it's fun. Fun. Nice. So that, yeah, that we're super psyched because uh, during our summer break from this podcast, uh, Deb and I are also going to see her in Boston. That'll be nice. So, so anybody that's and listening to this one that will be at Fenway, come and say hey. So another exterior show. Pink shirts. Nice. What's that? Another exterior show, right? So she's not doing arenas or a stadium. Exactly. Like indoor stadiums yet. Cool. Exactly. Well, the thing about Toronto was that they had the roof closed. Which is fine, mm-hmm. but Fenway, there's no option for that at Fenway. I've seen the Foo Fighters at Fenway, and it rained, so you're sort of, oh, you're in it. Yeah. But uh, to see her fly around Rogers Centre in Toronto was amazing, because we've seen that fly-around job <laughs> in smaller arenas, and by smaller, I mean like 20,000. Uh, so it's cool to see her take on bigger stadiums like that, and it's like the fact that she really is reaching the people in the higher-up seats, and it's exciting to watch, so... Super stoked. Does she go, like, she more. goes all the way to, like, the nosebleeds oh, yeah. and stuff? Wow. Oh, yeah. So, basically, you're in your seats and you're looking down at the show if you're up there, and yeah. then all of a sudden she's at eye level with you. And she's harnessed in, and she's just flipping around. And legit those stadiums spinning. are huge. Like, oh, oh, my gosh. It was wild to watch. Wow. Really, really cool. I just before up. we get into the show. Oh, no, go ahead, Kelly. Yeah, I follow a bunch of her dancers on uh, Instagram, and yeah. they're all, like, just such a family. Like, she's had many of them for years. Like, Yeah. And they're just, like, they, they, you know, they call it their pink family, and, you know, they just, they're like a travel, they're a traveling circus together, so it's not surprising that she calls it, like, the Summer Carnival, because that's... Exactly. And some of them have babies, by the way. Like, some of the dancers oh, yeah. have, like, you know... You can tell the way she treats yeah. them... And the way they, you can see that they give to her, it's, it's a give and take and total mm-hmm. family vibe. Yeah. And her guitarist, I think, has been with her also for years. So, Which one, sorry? Her guitarist. Mm. Yeah, Justin has. Her yeah. drummer has. Like, everybody has. Yeah. She's talking about, oh, yeah, my piano player's been bugging me for 24 years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, my backup singer's blah, 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 20-something years. Everybody. So it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Her, uh, one of her backup vocalists is Stacey Campbell, who used to tour with Janet. Mm. And so uh, I've yes, interviewed Stacey before, and about. she absolutely adores Pink. Like, she loves being part of that family. You can tell. And those women, her backup singers, uh, come out in front. So they have the main stage, and then there's like a, a catwalk out into another T shape, let's say. And when she's doing a quick costume change, they're out there. And they can sing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They can, they can really, bring you yeah, to church. Totally that. Yeah, yeah. it's really cool. Okay, so uh, th- that's the show. Thank you so much for listening. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, before we actually get to the show, I've got yes. another exciting news. Yes. Because if Sharon is so cool that, you know, she can go see Pink, then she can go see Pink again. <gasps> um, Guess is going to go back to see Beyonce next Sunday. Good nice. for you, little Adam. That would be me. We're going to New York City. Well, New Jersey at the MetLife oh. Stadium. Ooh, that's going to be we're, so good. Yeah. Beyonce, we're going to be waiting for you right there. When did you, uh, when did you get those tickets, Adam? Uh, tickets have not been bought yet, so it's going to be a spontaneous, the day of decision <laughs> of do we uh, buy big price tickets in the pit right in front of Beyonce, okay. or we're going to wow. buy like normal price tickets like in the nosebleeds just okay. to be there and have fun. Okay. But, oh, uh, wow. We're going to be in Jersey uh, next Sunday for the MetLife Stadium show. Nice. That's amazing. Yeah. 
Well, pretty cool. All right, now we can get on with the show. Well, let's do it. <laughs> uh, let us think about this, you guys. We're going to do a true 90s now on a hit summer movie that celebrates uh, a big anniversary this year. It also happens to be one of Kelly's favorite movies for obvious reasons when we tell you that Janet Jackson's in it. Maybe I wasn't supposed to say that then. Uh, Also, how John Stamos really felt about Full House and him being on it when it started. Hint, not good. Uh, We're we're also going to face the challenge of Kelly's trivia and the flashback fun of your 90s rewind for some summer sounds back to 1996. Also, the actual family ties between Britney Spears and Lance Bass. What? What? Yeah, actually, that news is actually a couple of years old, but the fact that he's got a couple of new babies to call her auntie will really tighten up the family vibe there. But we also got to see Victoria Beckham let loose and uh, warm up a bit with some karaoke-ish singing. So I figure we should start there, Mm because who doesn't like a good Spice Girls hit? Yeah. Right? Um, And I would say it's probably easy to chill in Miami, having been to Miami, uh, which is where Victoria Beckham was when she was hanging out with some friends and her hubby singing along to Say You'll Be There. And of course it was recorded and of course she shared it on social media. Um, And I say singing with no disrespect. She was singing her parts. Mm -hmm. So there was an extensive video of her performance of this song, but she really legit was singing her parts. Uh, So, yes, we are left wanting more. But how do we feel about having seen Vix singing? I didn't see her left leg kick out. No, it was a darkly lit (laughs) filmed experience. And she was dancing kind of around her husband, which was nice. And it looked like she was having fun, which is ultimately the most important thing. That's the only important thing of karaoke. Mm-hmm. Yes. Truth. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I, uh, I just want her to, like, commit. Like, come on, girl. Like, I think Mel B's been after her for years trying to get her to commit to back to the girls. So let's go. And wasn't she saying something sort of like, hey, just a casual, you know, uh, work hard, play hard kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But funny that she'd pick one of, you know, a Spice Girls songs. To, to perform and then share on social media yep. and totally stir the pot. Yes, because oh, she's, yeah, exactly like what you said. She's totally, because she's the one that always distances herself so that she's not lumped in anymore. But for her yeah. to do it, I think there's some fire behind this. There better be. Yeah. Come on, she keep practicing. spicy. She better keep practicing. <laughs> <laughs> and keep posting, too, because if practice means posts, then we'll all be entertained. But, yeah, yeah she, she looked like she was, you know, a little bit hesitant, a little bit shy, but, like, into it just the same. So, Quick I side- also saw Ed Sheeran crash a car- uh, karaoke oh, yeah. this week on, it was on TikTok. Ooh, I don't know Nashville. where it was exactly, but Nashville. it was in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. It's just fun to see those celebrities, you know, those singers we love, just be like the rest of us yep. in a poorly mic'd and poorly sounded bar <laughs> singing those Sounding karaoke. like a professional. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounding like the professionals we think we are. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll keep our, uh, our eyes on social media to see if Victoria Beckham posts anymore, and we'll wait to find out some information. Hopefully, once we come back from our summer break, that all the information will be available to us, and uh, we'll come fully prepared for you. Until then, how about a final dose of Kelly's Trivia? Let's go! 
90s. <laughs> now, trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong. Bing to the bong. Quick backtrack to when you said Miami. Anytime I hear the word Miami, all I can think of is the episode from Golden Girls where it's Miami is nice. So I'll say it thrice. And then there was a whole <laughs> argument over the, of saying thrice in a song. So, <laughs> Do you remember that episode, Sharon? No. You don't? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't. My, I wouldn't mind seeing it again. I enjoyed the Golden Girls. Oh, my Girls. God. And Adam was like minus two years old, I think, when that yeah. came out. But... Uh, <laughs> But so, yeah, just Google like the Miami because it, it was a I think it was a songwriting contest. And so uh, Rose, like Betty White, uh, was playing the piano and her and Dorothy teamed up to write this content like song about Miami for take to win. I forget, like thousands of dollars or whatever it was. And so nice. they're writing it. And then she wanted to say Miami is nice. So I'll say it thrice. And Dorothy lost her marbles. She's like, you don't use thrice in a song. Like it was just. <laughs> and I bet you right now, Kentucky Shane, who is listening and or watching, would totally remember that episode. So definitely watch it. Uh, okay, so we're starting with art <laughs> and literature. Um, literature. In which book by Joanne Harris does a single mother open a popular chocolate shop to the annoyance of the local priest? Sharon. Go. Chocolat? You're right. Oh. it's nice, Sharon. Didn't we talk you know about why I'm that? Right? <laughs> Didn't we talk about this earlier, like a few we shows did. ago? Damn we it! Did, right? Okay, so next question right, then. Man. Back to art and literature. <laughs> Which Neil Stevenson science fiction novel introduced the idea of a metaverse where users appear as avatars? I don't like avatars. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea. Is it something we know? Um. Well, it's a fun. It's it's a two two words that are fun together. But I, I've never heard of it myself. Facebook. Nice try. Mm. No, uh, uh, <laughs> Adam. I'm not. I don't have a guess. Okay, so which Neil Stevenson science fiction novel introduced the idea of a metaverse where users appear as avatars? Snow Crash. I've never heard of this. That sounds like I've a band. I've never heard of that. It does. It should be a band. That's a fun name. Snow Patrol. Yeah. And Crash Vegas. Two different bands. Isn't Snow Patrol guy, isn't that uh, Courtney Cox's boyfriend or husband guy? Oh, is it? Probably. I think so. Adam, you'll figure that out. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm on it. Okay. Phew. <laughs> so for the uh, second question, we're going to sport, sport category. Um, yeah. Who was the gold medalist in the women's singles figure skating at the 1992 Olympics? Sharon. Go, Sharon. Oksana Bayou. Okay. <laughs> Am I right? I think you just wanted to say those two words together. I totally did. Because Snow Crash meant nothing to me. I wanted two sounds that go better together. Am I right, though? No. You I'm... are not right, but that was a great Damn guess. It. Can I hear that question again? <laughs> yeah. Who was the gold medalist in the women's singles figure skating at the 1992 Olympics? It's not Oksana Bayou. No. I'll say that. Um, who was that girl that they made a movie about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, 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 no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm thinking about the gymnast. Um, ah. No, there was a movie that was like, didn't she win the, uh, yeah, no, but I'm thinking about Nadia Kamanechi, but that's the gymnast, but the one I'm thinking about is the, yeah, the figure skater. Sounds like Smanya flirting. (laughs) 
Uh, no, but it, it was Tanya Itonia was in was the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like what I just said. Okay, you know the answer. Okay, well, go, I thought go, you did. I'm go again. To help you out. Go again. Go again. Sounds like Smanya flirting. <laughs> um, Tanya Harding. Yay! Yay! Not, yeah. but, not, but not correct. Oh. <laughs> Nancy Kerrigan. I, yeah. Um, Sharon, I, you, I, I say this and then you say like you don't know, but I feel like you will kick yourself when I tell you what the answer is. I'll kick myself with a lady skate. With a lady what skate. Those hurt with the picks. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a quick bit of trivia before I give you the answer. Uh, this particular person has used uh, Tina Landon as a choreographer. For her skating. Is she American? She is. What's her name? Christy, Yam- <laughs> Christy Yamaguchi. That's the one. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, wow. So Tina okay, Tina well. worked with her uh, years ago. Cool. From Wow. wow. Memory serves. Um, did Tina have to wear skates for that show? For I those, think they uh, did exercises? Dr- I think they did dry land training is probably <laughs> Dry land. Nice. Rhymes yeah. with Highland. I actually, it. I'll have to ask Tina, because it was a Janet number, I believe, that Christy did. I think it might have been Rhythm Nation, or If. and Oh, yes, I kind of remember that. Yeah, and I think it might have cool. been If. I think it was If. So anyways, yeah, there's a little tie-in to our, our, good, our good friend, Tina Landon. Cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and just quick, I have to say this before you move on, Sharon. Um, we recently had uh, on our guest on our show, Just Dance, with Tina Landon, who co-hosts with me. Um, Marty yes. Kadelka, who is Justin Timberlake's choreographer. And the name he, again, please? Marty Kadelka. Thank you. So he's Justin's longtime uh, choreographer. And uh, he said, and it's actually a clip that you can find on at Kelly Alexander Show on uh, our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, he said out loud, and it's been getting tons of likes and comments, and I'm so happy for Tina to get her flowers. So Marty, again, who's Justin Timberlake's choreographer, who did the All For You tour with Janet, like he choreographed that with like a couple other people, including Seanette Hurd. He said to Tina on screen, Tina, the Velvet Rope is the best tour ever of Janet's. And I think he said in, t- in tour in general, like the best tour ever. And then he said, and you are the best choreographer who has worked with Janet. Whoa. So I thought that was very nice. amazing of him to say, knowing that he like has choreographed for Janet and he said, you're the best, you're the best one that's ever worked with her and you're amazing. So I thought that was really like just such a great thing to say and very selfless. Wow. Good for her. Yeah. And good for him for saying that. Yeah. It's nice to recognize people that, uh, yeah. you know, in your field. Yeah. In that way. Good yeah. And if you're into like you can subscribe to Just Dance if you go to hy.page slash Kelly Alexander show. And it's an amazing episode. And he has some news on Justin Timberlake that he shares with us also. Yeah. Oh, really? Yep. Yep. Cool. Well, don't spill the beans here. Nope. Watch the podcast, y'all. <laughs> Um, hey, do you know what? The line is this. I fought it for a long time. And then I finally said, what am I doing? <laughs> what was John Stamos fighting? Hatred. Yeah. He was fighting hatred. The idea of what was full house as it was pitched to him was different from what <laughs> they started, uh, you know, rehearsing, table reading and uh, and getting ready for. Well, that's never the point fun. where. Yeah. Well, no kidding, because we know what the show was and how uh, pleasant it was to watch that uh, he sort of thought that coming from General Hospital as, uh, you know, the star. Was it General Hospital? General Hospital. Blackie. Yeah. Blackie. Blackie. Um, 
And who was his girlfriend at that time? Wasn't Anyways, Demi Moore? I'm getting sidetracked. No, no, I mean, girlfriend on the show. She was she was a tough leather jacket wearer also. I Anyways, thought it was Demi so, Moore on the show. No? I don't think so. Adam, can you check? I thought she was on the show with him. Well, uh, they were can on you say the, the name again? Uh, John Stamos uh, and Demi Moore. On General Hospital. Mm-hmm. They may have had a relationship, but his primary was like a like a kid with a leather jacket (laughs) girl in leather jacket (laughs) okay anyways so he was thinking as the star of a daytime soap that coming into this new show that he was like the lead guy until at a table read Jody Sweeten is reading her lines as cute little Stephanie and the whole table is laughing like they've never heard anything this funny in their lives and he's like what the heck is happening yep and he's at he's like it was pitched that this was going to be like uh, a bosom buddy show, which was that famous Tom Hanks, um, um, and I'm bl- Peter Scolari show, mm-hmm. and that the kids were going to sort of be background. He said, "So why are these kids that are supposed to be background getting so much, you know, laughing time?" And like uh, like he said, or like we said, he said he fought it for a long time, and then he said, "You know, what am I doing? There's a beautiful show we built with sweetness and kindness. There was no central character on that show, is what he realized, but the character at the heart of it all uh, was love, and that they were the best representation of a loving family, not a normal family, air quotes normal, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it was the new normal, now an unconventional family. So he was obviously." He had gone to the point of running out of the table, read, go, trying to reach his agent saying, get me off of this show, <laughs> to realizing, okay, well, maybe we should just stick with it for a bit. I, th- I thought that was interesting that we're only hearing about the hatred at this stage of the game, considering yeah. there's been the uh, the spinoffs and the reboots and the whatevers, and now, now we get the hate. <laughs> maybe it's maybe because it's he knows, like, Bob Saget won't be sad at him for telling him this out loud. I don't know. That's true. Yeah. True. So did you happen to find anything on uh, Blackie and uh, Demi Moore's character on General Hospital? Um, not yet. What was Because I, I, I couldn't remember the character's name. Yeah. Blackie. But I do know that Courtney <laughs> Cox is engaged to... Um, Snow Patrol? That. Snow Patrol. Uh, the whole band. The whole band. The whole band. <laughs> See, I had the name and I had everything, but I refreshed for the General Hospital. Uh, Johnny McDade. Oh, right. Is, yeah. That's his name. Oh. And so they Sharon, got engaged in uh, 2014. Didn't they like break up for a hot minute and then get back together, Sharon? I feel like they were because that sounds like that's a possibility. Because they've I, been engaged for nine years. Yeah, because he lives in no Ireland, offense. right, or something. So I think that there was like a long distance issue. I feel like that was a thing. Huh. I could be wrong, but I think I think they found themselves at love, and then like she's friends with Ed Sheeran because of this guy. I think. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Oh, that's oh, how they know each other. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Um, I can't find anything about Jackie and Blackie. Because <laughs> it's John. Okay, that was her name, though. Jackie was her name, right? Yeah, that was her name. But Blackie was the name of John Stamos' character. Right. Jackie. What was her last name? Do you remember that? Like that's uh, the character I'm, name. Templeton. Jackie Templeton. That's it. So was yeah, that? I don't think she was, was all long enough. Jackie Temple, Templeton yeah, she, was. Yeah. She was portrayed by Demi Moore. There yeah. we go. But. Uh, but I don't think they they were together. Uh, but then Kim Delaney took over. Oh, Delaney. In 2020. Oh, Kim Delaney. She was the one from. Um, 
That one there. Yeah, I know who you mean. Say it elsewhere, but who? not. <laughs> the one, uh... Beaches? Uh, she was in uh, All My Children. Kim but Delaney was also, was, in that... was also on a hit show, like at night. Yeah. Uh, yes. NYPD Blue. Yes. Yes, but also... That's all I have show. on her. Uh, that's all I her on. Her, that's all I have on her on her generalhospitalfandom.com. dot com. Oh, was she on Saint Elsewhere? No, no, she was on that show. Wasn't she on the show? You know, she, remember that show, Sisters? Yes, that was a great show. <laughs> this is a funny episode, isn't it? <laughs> remember that <laughs> name good. dropping a bunch of shows. Everybody I have no right idea now about. that's listening and or watching wants to punch us <laughs> in the face. <laughs> Get on with it. Yeah. Okay, so let's uh, leave it at Jackie and Blackie. Uh, Templeton, Jackie oh, and Blackie were not a thing. Kim was on CSI Miami. Ah, Is that what you're looking yes. for? There we go. That sounds right. Yep. I'm confusing Kim Delaney with somebody else because I thought she was on that Vietnam show. A tour of duty? No. Oh. The Vietnam show. That one with Mark show. Helgenberger. What was, the the Viet- what was the Vietnam show? <laughs> People are the screaming the... at their radios right now. I know. Was okay. it? Yeah. Was it? Uh, you sh- well, because tour of duty was in Vietnam, and I know. Kim was I in there. That. I see that for myself. China Beach. Chi- that's it. Oh, I'm confusing Kim Delaney with the other girl. Who's the other girl? <laughs> Sharon, stop it. <laughs> Not Marg Helgenberger, the other one. Dana Delaney. Oh, that's who I'm... Conf- I was close. Oh, yeah. there we go. You had the same last name. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I'm not a complete whack job. Thank God this madness has stopped. <laughs> so let's bring it full circle. Oh. And, and Blackie from General Hospital dated a girl in a leather jacket. <laughs> and now and let's talk about house, Britney Spears. Hated it and then loved it. Yeah. The end. Yeah. How about, How about Britney we move Spears? it? Yeah, let's move it right along. Let's go to. Uh, I thought this was actually kind of cute that the six degrees of pop star separation is actually pretty tight for Britney Spears and Lance Bass uh, because they're buds, but also because she's super psyched about his twins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she shared her delight on social media with uh, with her husband and holding the babies and oh, they're so beautiful and blah blah blah. And uh, Lance went on to sort of remind what he learned a couple of years ago, which was that they are sixth cousins once removed. <laughs> so I'm not sure what the removal is because I, I even I looked up charts to figure out what once removed meant. And I don't get it. <laughs> so they're related somehow, like not super closely related, but that they are related. Yeah. And he says, you know, he's he's super happy that, you know, she's an auntie to his twins, but but that they're, you know actually related and he was psyched about it at the time obviously he said because uh um he he always felt that they looked like family but now you know this means so much to him he says she is like family to me so the fact that we are blood related is amazing and you know because uh, i listen to his uh podcast that he does and he mm-hmm. has said several like a while ago i can't even tell you like I, probably months now uh, he brought her name up because they used to be buds right like mm-hmm. you know and um he kind of intoned at the time, if memory serves, so I'll say allegedly, but that he'd hoped for them to reconnect, but it felt that it was difficult, and it sounded like it was difficult because of the people around her that like make maybe his messages weren't getting through. If that's how, oh. like, I'm pretty sure that's that's what he said, something along those lines. So I'm very happy that it, it came through for him because it sounds like he was very excited to to spend time with her, and hopefully they they've actually exchanged cell phone numbers that that he can reach her directly. 
from now on. Well, I, th- I guess she's also making, you know, house calls with her husband, too. So just make sure that he's uh, he's on the right side of things for her so that calls are going through. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Brittany. Oh, I by like the way, she has a, released a new song with um, Will I Am <laughs> called Mind Your Business. Have you listened to it? It's not that good, right? The beat's very good. <laughs> I love that question. It answers itself. It's not that good, right? The beat's good. I haven't good. heard it, so. I've heard I'll clips have... on TikTok and everybody seems to not like it. Yeah, well, and also I found out that they're, 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 uh, it was recorded mainly in 2013. Ugh. Well, it's well. It sounds like something that was recorded so, in, in 2013. So, it's like it's stuck in time. Yeah, it's stuck okay, in Will like I Am time. I haven't heard it, and I don't like it because yeah. 2013, she was, she was working still, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. but not not for the right reasons. Right? Yeah. Anyways, hopefully, good oh. things will transpire. Well, on to better things. How about this? Poetic justice. Oh yeah. Turned 30 years old. Whee! How wild is that, Kelly? Pardon. That was a big movie for you. Yes, big movie. Yeah. And it was, a, I remember seeing it in theaters, actually. 1993, Hip Hop's Golden Year. Yeah. And Janet Jackson on the big screen. Kelly Alexander must have been jaw on the floor. Yeah. There she is. <laughs> and she's a giant. Yeah. Um, and 30 years later, when you think about, you know, who was in the film, not only Janet Jackson uh, and Tupac, obviously, uh, but Regina King, mm-hmm. the award-winning Regina King, and of course they were under the direction of the late great John Singleton. Yep. And Maya, Maya Q-tip Angel- also, right? Pardon? Q-tip. Yes, Q-tip. I love Q-tip. And Maya Maya Angelou was in there as well. Mm. Candy Alexander. Yeah. Come on. Yep. She always plays such great roles when oh, it comes fierce. to serious stuff. Candy Alexander. Yeah. Uh, but then you can never forget what she did on news radio because I thought to go head to head with uh, Phil Hartman in those roles, I, she really held her own and was funny, mm-hmm. yeah. sharp, amazing. Love that. Um, and cool also to think that um, you know the whole thing about Tupac's cold case being reopened. So if you're looking at like where are they now in this list of uh, of stars from the movie, uh, obviously we know that Janet is. Uh, still the apple of Kelly's eye <laughs> and she's also touring <laughs> yeah. that uh, that uh, Regina King is is doing great things mm-hmm. um, but that Tupac and John Singleton are both no longer with us um, but that the, what was considered a cold case for, for Tupac has been reopened and they're really sort of digging in yeah. impressive so mm-hmm. again I think it's going to be one of those things that at least by the time we would come back from our summer break that we'll have some more information on that uh, on that case uh, Sharona, which will ideally give uh, families and friends some uh, some peace yeah. all these years later um, before you head into uh, Rewind just a quick note that um, so Janet's finished the first leg of the tour uh, yes. and um, just wanted to send love to her and the rest of the team because uh, they got uh, very bad news last week. Their musical director, who was just on tour with them, uh, who has been with Janet forever, who was also with Justin Timberlake, uh, passed away uh, unexpectedly. And his name is Daniel Jones. And um, he is beloved by so many people, uh, you know, in the band and, you know, who worked with like Justin actually posted about him on his own social media. That's, you know, that shows obviously like a lot of love there. And Janet posted about him and just, uh, yeah, he was very young, I believe, 41 years old. He leaves a wife and kids. And I can tell you that 
going to that tour, you know, in Toronto in May, um, seeing, because he's a musical director, right? So he's also the keyboardist, the musical director, and uh, there was just a lot of, of genius in that show, like how things mm-hmm. transit, t- transitioned. And um, I was speaking to Tina Landon, and she, obviously she would understand what that's like because of her being on tour with Janet forever. And uh, she said she didn't know him personally, but she said that knowing how Janet was close with her other musical directors that she's had over time and just any artist like Justin, you know, um, you become like, that's your right hand is the musical director. For sure. And yeah. so she said, it's obviously a huge loss for Janet and everybody in the community and obviously for his family. So I just wanted to say, uh, you know, our thoughts, you know, for him, especially like his young kids and his wife. So, um, and just yeah. like very unexpected. So I'm not sure what's going to happen now with her going forward because, uh, that was her man. So we'll have to see, um, who she brings onto the team to help lead the band. Wow. So. Whoa. Oh. Yeah, you, that's sad. Mm-hmm. Well, if we're going to wrap up our last show for this season uh, with a, some great ideas for a summer soundtrack, then allow me to take you back to 1996. Adam was two. <laughs> Adam was two and maybe being lulled to sleep by the beautiful, <laughs> sultry voice of Tony Braxton's You're Making Me High. <laughs> Adam, You're Making I, Me I High. Really, I really hope that's how Adam was put to sleep by Mommy and, and Daddy Brizzo. I, th- I highly he, doubt it, but... It's let's... how he was fed his meals. You're Making Me High, Cher. <laughs> yeah. Let's pretend it all happened. <laughs> yeah. So she was, uh, uh, I think, on top of the charts at this time in 1996. And how about the fact that some new life is being uh, put into Tracy Chapman's first and signature hit, mm-hmm. Fast Car, thanks to Luke Combs. But Gimme One Reason gave Tracy Chapman a few more reasons with an easy, bluesy groove for the uh, fed up in all of us. Oh, mm-hmm. I remember going to sleep on that one. Gimme One Reason. That was all that over one. the station I worked for at the time, which was oh, yeah. Mix 96 at the time. And like yeah. that song, I anytime it comes on, I just immediately get transported to 1996. Ba, 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 boom. Yeah. Yeah, she's great. Such a great song. How about this one? We were enjoying George Michael on the radio again. And by again, I mean that it had been almost six years from album to album by the time we got older. And the song Fast Love was and still is so easy to enjoy. Mm -hmm. And George was dancing again for that one. So that was really cool to see. George. Um. Excuse me. Now, from the quintessentially 90s band name file, I give to you Dishwalla. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, and counting blue cars, because tell me all your thoughts on God, because I'd really like to meet her. Heavy stuff, man. Such a great line. For For your signature hit counting blue cars and while new evidence like we were just saying has come up in the shooting death of uh, Tupac Shakur um, if we're going back to 1996 his California Love featuring Dr. Dre was keeping a tight spot on the soundtrack to the summer of 1996 and if you haven't already liked it on your on your whatever you're streaming uh, do it so I can pop up and surprise you with greatness mm-hmm. that is your 90s rewind Thank we you, talked Sharon. to uh, we talked to somebody on air today. I mm-hmm. was convinced that uh, Tupac is in the Cuba right now, so oh, he never died, and he's in Cuba. Well, so it has been hot in Montreal, and the heat does get to people. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I don't think there was ever any uh, discrepancy with a body being lost, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, anywho, stay cool and refreshed, everybody. <laughs> uh, th- <laughs> like we've been saying, this is our last show before the summer break. Mm-hmm. We will be back. Uh, and feel free to find any episodes that you, th- that you think you might have missed or <laughs> just go back and revisit them all from season 11. <laughs> we had a fun time. Uh, and if you're into it, review us. Because as you know, if you've ever listened to this show... We love five stars. Yeah. <laughs> five of them. Uh, and thank you very much, you guys. Thank Thanks you. for another fun season. Yeah. Thank love you, Sharon. Both. Appreciate we'll, spending uh, time with you every week. Yeah. We'll get to go and buy some school supplies and come back. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot. We all have kids to, you know, buy school supplies to. <laughs> yeah. I forgot Even when about I didn't that. have kids, I was buying school supplies because I thought, how do I pass up a deal on loose leaf like this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, Sharona. Yeah. We might need this one day. I can't tell FYI, you how never many. Never needed it. I uh, Here we go. Like, let's have a laugh. I can't tell you how many boxes of these bad boys I have. Oh, wow. take them to work, did you? Yeah. I wish, uh, Bic, if you're listening, <laughs> if you'd like to su- support the show. Yeah. yeah. That's true. We should call Bic and just say, hey, we love your pens because we do. Yeah. There's, like, Medium I point. have to use those pens. Like, I can't use other pens. They, other pens annoy me. See? Not big. Not big. And again, we're not paid to say this, but we're open to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bick. Pens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could come up with something creative like that for you. Brand. Yeah. All right. Uh, you guys, go enjoy the rest of your summer. And everybody, thank you for finding us wherever it is that you do and then taking us along for your ride. We appreciate that very much. Happy summer, everyone, and thank you for listening to 90s Now. Still happening.